Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, family. Peace and blessings. Welcome. I want to welcome you to another Friday evening with Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It feels good to be back. I am your host, Vonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with... I am Z. Good evening, family, and I am your love and sex enthusiast. Hey, Vonnie, welcome back, my queen. God bless you. Oh, thank you, sis. It is so good to be back. I feel 100%. <laughs> so <laughs> it's good. You know, um, I don't get ill often, but I tell you, you know, when I was, just, you know, not feeling well, I really appreciate it and have a greater appreciation for my health. Sis. Wow. So, like I said, it feels good to be back. Well, you know, it's always good to take time to take care of ourselves. And I know we're going to be talking tonight about wellness. So, you know, that's what you got to do. Pay attention to your body because the body will absolutely tell you what it needs. So I honor you for saying, hey, I got to take care of my girl and you know, <laughs> getting the rest and support and nutrition and everything that you needed to be back Full swing, so we welcome you back, my queen. God bless you. Um, oh, thank you, love. Like I said, it feels it feels wonderful. It feels wonderful to be back. <laughs> yeah. So, I was on the show. I wasn't, even though I wasn't here. I did listen to the show last week, and sis, it was a phenomenal show. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Khadijah, she did such a wonderful job. Um, together, yeah, you guys. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, what's so amazing, Avani, is to be able to be in a uh, where you can get support, you know. I mean, if this was like last minute, I reached out to her. She's like, girl, absolutely. You know I love talking about love and sex. <laughs> <laughs> Just excited to hear about the beautiful love story that Linda and David shared. I mean, girl, I'm telling you, we were in tears. I know I was. I know even when I was listening to the playback, um, I was still in tears. It's just, it was just such a beautiful, um, you know, how they just shared their journey, how they came to to meet each other, how they came together, and uh, what they're looking for. I'm just, it was just a beautiful show. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, David. And thank you, thank you, Khadija, for for being a part of uh, that beautiful show. Yes, thanks and praise. It was very inspiring. Yes, it was. Because, you know, I think somebody said, uh, I don't know if it was me or someone said, uh, it gives me hope. (laughs) Gives me hope that uh, I can have the same uh, experience to look forward to. I don't know too many people, Vonnie, who do you know don't desire to have a love relationship. You know, I mean, we have all kinds of relationships, but it's something divine and special about a mate. You know, about someone that you know you journey with every single day. You know, you just walking together. You you know talking together. You're praying together. You're playing together. Right. And you're just committing, you know, yourself to one another. I don't know. 
it's just that's something that I definitely desire in my life and I know a whole lot of other people do. So it's so good to see when it happens for others because it just says, okay, it's getting closer and closer for us. It's getting closer yes. and closer for us. <laughs> yes. oh, right. well, I guess we should go ahead and welcome the family and do our disclaimer so we can get you on the hot seat, my queen. <laughs> Yes, the hot seat. Yes. And, um, you know, and we just like the family for joining us again for another evening because we do know and we say this and we like to acknowledge that you took time out of your evening and out of your schedule to join us and, you know, to listen to what we have to say and listen to the conversation. And then, of course, we like for you to join in and participate because we know that we are family. And so with that being said, um, for those that are new, to the show, we start off with a disclaimer, and this is just real simple. Um, during the week, we host a show, or we have a series of shows that are, um, you know, more family appropriate. And, and not to say that this is not, but we just like to let our family know that this is show is rated R. And so, with that being said, you know, if you have young ones um, within the listening area that, um, you know, may not be mature for um, some of the content that we'll be talking about. We just like to let our our family know, because like I said, we are family. And um, also, as we introduced and began the show, I'm a sexual wellness coach, and Z is our love and sex enthusiast. So we just like to reiterate that we are not medical doctors or physicians. So if we make any suggestions um, or any tips that... um, might be contraindicated to what may be going on with your situation or if you're undergoing um, a certain regimen, by all means, we ask that you communicate with your um, your primary care physician. So other than that, Z, um, do we have everything covered? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. And I just want to say I have mm-hmm. set the mood for myself tonight. So even though I'm hosting, uh, I have prepared myself for this experience with you and the family tonight. So I have next to me a delicious glass of wine. Okay. (laughs) I have my uh, Nod Champa incense just, mm, oh, my God, sensuing in the room, just smells so delicious and divine. And I have my candle. So I'm enjoying my time with me and you and the family. So this is, you know, it's just a great way to nurture and pamper and, you know, just feel good about ourselves. So I invite the family, uh, you know, if you want to take a minute or so, if you you got a nice glass of wine that you want to pour, or if you're with your boo, you might, you know, toast to one another well, get yourself some, you know, clear apple cider, whatever turns you on, and, you know, maybe light a candle and just get into a nice, relaxed uh, mood tonight. Friday nights are interesting because sometimes, Vonnie, people, after having a long week and a long uh, day and you just want to come home, sometimes you just want to come home, relax, and just chill. Other times they may be ready to go hit the clubs, go out, getting dressed, you know, so maybe while you're getting dressed, getting showered, you can still listen to our conversation. So we're just so grateful and grateful to have you. So now let's see. Vondria. <laughs> so, uh, 
<laughs> so, you know, we're excited. I'm so excited to really share uh, you tonight, uh, Vani. Um, you know, we hear the term sexual wellness coach. And I remember when we first reconnected and I saw up on your Facebook page that you were doing this adult sex ed class. I'm like, say, what? What is that? You know, I was excited to even find out about it. And then so when I had a conversation with you, you know, you told me, you know, how you had uh, made this your career. You know, this is something that you decided you do wanted to do and service. So I would like to start off with asking you, what exactly does a sexual health and wellness coach do, and how did you decide to become a sexual wellness advocate? Okay. Well, thank you, um, Z. Um, and and it is an honor and a pleasure. You know, even though we're on the show each week, you know, the opportunity for me to, you know, sit down with the fam and just share a little bit of myself, um, it definitely is an honor and privilege to do so, and um, I don't take that lightly, so thank you. Um, so I'm going to answer the question of what made me to decide to become a sexual wellness advocate, and, um, you know, for those that don't know, I, um, I am certified as a holistic health coach, and it was good, it was good training, and um, I had the opportunity to meet men and women during my detox programs that were, um, you know, they, they impacted me in some kind of way as well. It wasn't just, you know, me offering strategies and tools for them to, to lose weight or to change their mood or, um, you know, to meet their goals or what they were trying to do in their health and wellness journey. But, um, you know, what I saw was that the common conversation that I would have with them would be pertaining to reproductive health, and I wanted to get deeper into that because, you know, it also was a mirror into my life as well and to my healing, and um, and so, you know, getting into this field, I wanted to, you know, to serve more and then also to heal because I am preparing myself, you know, I'm preparing myself and I am a mother, you know, and just trying to be better and evolve. And I said preparing myself for my king someday. So I didn't want to bring, you know, the drama and the trauma from my past um, full-fledged ahead. And then I also wanted to serve the, the, the clients that I was already, you know, serving. And I also wanted to end the curse, you know, whatever that curse may be, that generational curse, you know, we hear about whether it be relationships, um, sexual abuse, reproductive um, violation and disrespect. You know, I wanted to to um, constantly to do that. So that's what brought me into, you know, being a sexual wellness advocate. And, um, and then it just came into my practice because, you know, I saw a need for it. I saw a need for us, for me, or, and I say us because during our classes, Z, you can can um, be a, your testament to it, that it was a space created. It was an energy there that was comfortable, that was inviting, and it allowed us to have, you know, real honest conversations so that we can get past some heavy shit, you know, and so... And, and, you know, just put it down. Like, I mean, we, you know, we all have our story and we're all dealing with stuff. And, yeah, you know, we can go on certain plans, tell us not to eat that and tell us to eat more of this and to drink more water and this, and that's all good. But 
if we aren't thriving sexually or if we're dealing with, um, you know, some type of issue or trauma that was, you know, dealt with us, you know, um, that we felt violated, you know, it's important to get that out. It's important to, um, you know, to, to talk about these things. So, again, we don't continue to, you know, consciously and subconsciously, you know, continue to perpetuate, you know, the same type of, um, you know, things with relationships and abuse. So um, that's why, you know, <laughs> that's why I came into this, V. Um, yeah, and to provide an arsenal of tools and strategies, you know, to help liberate us from the mental and spiritual and emotional and physical traumas that, you know, cause us, cause us pain and disharmony and dis-ease. Yeah, and would you say that uh, everybody, um, you know, would everybody need a sexual wellness post? I mean, what, what would you say, you know, who, who would, I know you talk about reproductive, so let's say, you know, you've got women and men who are looking right. to, you know, they're in the era of their life where they're looking forward to uh, creating a family. Um, right. And so, so who would be the your target market, I guess? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, V, is that, you know, every everything and everybody isn't for everyone, and and that's the same with me. You know, um, I'm not for everyone because it might be a little bit raw, maybe, because I want to get past, you know, the, the fluff with stuff, and also within my scope of profession as well. Um, so I'm not a, a, a psychotherapist, or as I mentioned, we mentioned in disclaimer, you know, there's no MDs or anything, you know, um, at the end. But, um, you know, someone who consciously wants to be better, you know, who wants to do better, and I don't say perfect, um, but I say better. And so that ranges from I have clients that I've worked with in their 20s um, and 30s, and I'm in my 30s, and as well as, you know, clients within their 40s and 60s. So, you know, it, it ranges because it's this can, can benefit everybody. Um, you know, we don't just, when we talk about sexual energy, you know, we don't just talk about the physical form of intimacy, but, you know, again, you know, creating an arsenal, creating tools that, you know, allow us to see the bigger scope in our sexuality and, you know, and using um, tools like meditation and journaling and, um, you know, things that can balance our hormones, you know, doing these things so that we can be better people. And so that goes for anybody, actually, <laughs> to, to, you know, to be honest, like, again, who consciously wants to, to work on, on themselves and improving their sexual vitality. You know, I was getting ready to say that that sounds like something everybody could use because we yeah. are, we are mm-hmm. sexual beings, you know. We are all aspects of the divine, you know. We're mentally... Right emotional, sexual, and, you know, we're so much more educated today about the importance of our uh, our sexuality and about honoring our sexuality, not running away from it and not thinking it's a bad thing. You know, we we got a lot of layers, Vani, uh, many of us, to get over. 
regarding sexuality because, you know, sometimes you start talking about it and people start getting cringing about it. And, you know, well, you, you can't talk about that. You can't talk about that in public. You know, this is from behind closed doors. You know, you don't talk about that outside. Right. You, know? <laughs> you don't talk about it on the radio. You don't. <laughs> and you don't go find a sexual wellness coach. What is that? And then the other thing I think, too, is that um, it may even say, you know, well, Maybe there's something wrong with me that I would even need somebody to coach me about my sexuality. Mm-hmm. So, but no, like you said, it's about enhancing, healing, mm-hmm. you know, right. uplifting, you know, mm-hmm. so that we do, you know, as a society, we become okay. You know, I think Americans and maybe, well, there are some people, let me just put it this way, because I don't want anybody to go back and say, you know, decent. <laughs> but um, many of us, uh, in this country are really hung up. And you go yeah. to other countries, they are so free. They don't have a problem with nudity. They walk around. They just say, hey, there's another body. Look like mine. Or maybe it's a little different, whatever. But, you know, it's not all this, you know, got to hide it, don't feel good about it, ashamed of it. Just don't have that in some other countries. I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Um, I, I was, you know, you know, you taught me uh, how to, to how to move my hips, you know, mm-hmm. and you know just to you know vibrate and you know and just move that uh, area of my body, you know, circulate and get that energy flowing. So I was standing uh, doing that exercise, and for one thing, because I was feeling some pain in my lower back, and, okay. and when I'm moving my hips and I'm moving in a circle. I'm moving those muscles, and I got relief. And mm. so I'm sitting there, you know, and uh, my mom said, why are you moving like that? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, so, you know, my mom is very old-fashioned. What can I say? And I said, well, I'm providing healing for my body. I said, you know, my lower back was hurting. This happens to be one of the exercises that I've been taught that moves that energy because that energy gets stagnant. And, you know, she said, just don't look right. Just don't look right. So, you know, we have really, you know, got to overcome those things where there's something wrong with women moving their hips. You know, people say, oh, that looks so sexual, like you doing it. You know, but look at us in Africa. I mean, look at, you know, belly dancers. I mean, hey, you know, that's, it's, it's a part of who we are. It's moving energy, and it's natural, you know. So, anyway, that's just an example of how we do need to understand more and not be so stuck up about how the body looks and what it looks like, that it may look like you are doing something sexual. And so, mm-hmm. is, why is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we weren't taught well you know we were taught what what our parents knew you know and so you know but we didn't get into the rituals of honoring our body as sacred temples and and learning to to um to elevate our energy and so that it flows through, you know, our body, you know, creating that health and that fluidity and that, that well-being that, you know, that a lot of times we are missing. Because you mentioned, you know, that stagnant, that stagnant, things are stagnant. Obviously they're not moving. So things get clogged up. We get stuck up. I like when you said, like, we literally, you know, we get stuck up. And, 
So, you know, and so we're not expressing ourselves fully because we feel we're going to get some, you know, someone's going to say that it looks like something like that, you know, it looks too sexual or, or, but it's natural and we have to get back into doing what is natural, what is flowing, what is moving. Absolutely. I, I am in, I am in total agreement with you. So let me just ask you this. So let's say I come to you and I say, you know, I heard you a sexual wellness coach and I feel like, you know, I need some help in that area. What kind of, you know, you know, what would you, what would be maybe a couple of things that you might inquire about or what would you want to know about me and how would you maybe uh, design a program uh, for me if I said, and okay, so I'm, uh, postmenopausal, <laughs> so I know you're not going to be working with me with the reproductive aspect. So you know, let's say you're working with me, and I'm postmenopausal. What I say, you know, I just feel like I, I'm not really open in in that area of my life. I just feel like I want to be more free and fluid, and you know, really, really loving myself and loving my sexuality. I feel like it's been you know hidden under rock. So maybe you could just kind of give me an example, or give the family an example of what they what you might uh, bring, uh, a program that you might design. Okay. Well, thank you. That's a good question. And, you know, and it, it wouldn't vary, but, you know, I start off with uh, a consultation that really allows us to build a relationship and to also work on building a rapport because, obviously, you know, this is an intimate topic. For um, for us, so if someone is coming to me, you know, in that regard, first, you know, I commend them for taking that step because you don't know, um, you know, exactly what you might be missing, and a lot of times, you you know, things that we might think are related to one thing might be related to another. So again, you know, staying within my my scope of practice, my consultation would get into, you know, your your ancestry, um, of course and your age, you know, those types of things. But what are you eating? You know, what does what does your diet consist of? Are you drinking enough water, you know, um, and are you eating foods that are rich in nutrients, that are rich in water content? Because, um, you know, I'm a sexual advocate, but I'm also I'm a water advocate as well. And so, you know, we talk about movement and fluidity. So, you know, we want to put quality into our body and, you know, and creating something that, because, you know, everybody is not at the same place where everybody is, you know what I'm saying? And so being with that being said, you know, meeting you where you're at, because what we want to do is we want to create habits that form into, you know, lifestyle changes, not something that's a fad, you know, eating pineapples, you know, and rappers making songs about it, you know, is is status, you know, but, you know, you're eating these fruits and vegetables because they make you feel good, you know, they make you look good, and the byproduct is, you know, in the bedroom, you're tasting good, you know, and you're moving, <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're moving, you're, you're moving your body, you know, your your circulation is um is moving you know your kidneys and your liver are are healthy you know these vital organs are very um you know important to our vitality so you know i I told you a little bit about you know how I got into being a sexual wellness coach, but 
um, you know, talking about sex brings people into the conversation that are ready, you know, to, to make some type of significant change. And so it allows me to introduce these types of things that they might have already known but didn't see how it was connected to their sexual vitality. So, um, so again, so eating foods, and my thing is like tasting the rainbow, you know. Again, you know, I'm talking about taste and, and, um, and wanting to taste good, but... <laughs> But oh, actually, you know, eating fruits and vegetables that are live, that um, that are alive, and ingesting those so that we become that, we become that light. So, you know, giving a diet about again, you know, tasting the rainbow and movement. You spoke about movement, and and I love to move, and I incorporate this into what I do, and it has helped me in my healing and my journey, and so. I suggest movement and not movement that has to be, you know, choreographed or structured, but, you know, like a child, you ever, you know, notice how, you know, a child is, you know, if they're in a moment and they're listening to some good music or something, they're, they're caught in that moment and they don't care if anybody is looking at them, um, you know, laughing at them, they're, they're, they're moving and they're in their zone. So tapping into that, you know, that movement, that you know, yeah. I keep saying movement, 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 but you know, uh, you know, we're stuck at our desk, we're stuck at these boxes, you know, most of the time, and then we get in our car and then we drive in a box, and then we go home and then we live in a box, you know, we're stuck in these damn boxes, and you know, we're not getting out and being present and enjoying, you know, life. So, well, let me um, just say that. So, when you're talking mm-hmm. about movement. So mm-hmm. just recently, I was reintroduced to the hula hoop. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> so look, so I know that you would certainly, I know you would be an advocate for the hula hoop because girl, I'm one. Yes. Girl, listen, I have not hula hooped since I was a little girl. You understand? And I used to be very good at it. And so I just was so embarrassed when, when uh, Khadija came to visit me a few weeks ago and said, God, come on, let's get this hula hoop on. Well, I could not get these hips <laughs> to roll the way they used to. So I'm like, okay, you girl, you got to get some, you got to start moving. Move it, move it, move it. But I think the hula hoop is a perfect example of mm-hmm. moving that energy, you know, getting those hips moving. Moving that, you know, moving that energy, unblocking it, absolutely wonderful. And so just week before last, when I went to uh, Georgia, uh, I invited the sisters to uh, to hula hoop with me that morning before we get ready to leave, and we had a blast. It's not only fun, but we got that. It was early morning energy. We got it moving. And, uh, look, the hula hoop kept falling off me, and... um, my good friend Tamiko said to me, she said, girl, you got to stir it up like you stir some soup. That would definitely be a good uh, example of that. You know, don't have to, like you said, don't have to be a choreographed thing. Just get a hula hoop and just start moving. Mm-hmm. There you go. And, and it's fun. You can do it if you have a TV program. You can sit there and, you know, do your thing while you're watching your TV program. But, you know, you ask what I do as a coach. And so things like hula hooping, you know, incorporating things, yeah, it's going to take a level of discipline um, to, to 
to affect change. You know, I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm trying to paint a picture that is going to be easy for those. It may, you know, some, it may be challenging, but again, you know, we're talking about effective change, like change that can go from, you can see from generations and generations to come. Now, here you are hula hooping and your grandchildren see you hula hooping, right? And they're like, look at you know, look at grandma, she's hooping and she's having fun and you know, and you're planting a seed. Like we don't think like that, but you know, but that's how seeds are planted by doing these things, these types of things. So your 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 grandchildren are seeing this or they see, you know, drinking more water, so they're like, Oh, you know, that you know, grandma's drinking all this water or, you know, mom she's drinking all this water. I wanna drink all this you know, I wanna, you know, this and this and that, you know, and or, you know, mom, dad is eating this bowl of strawberries as opposed to eating a a, a bag of chips and <laughs> you know, Absolutely. so you and know, that takes me that takes me back to the question uh, or the what you had said earlier, um, you know about the importance of putting live foods in our bodies. And I know you're a foodie, and so you you know nutrition as far as sexual wellness. Uh, I mean, you know, we know that nutrition, good food, live foods are good for you know the heart, makes the heart healthy. You know, it's good for our mm-hmm. organs. But sexual wellness. So when we find ourselves sluggish in the bedroom, if a brother finds himself his stamina is not up, sister finds her vagina's not wet and juicy. So we're talking. Would you say that we're talking nutrition, pretty much? Oh yes, honey. We're definitely we're talking about nutrition. Um, you know, and we're talking about you know what what motivates us to eat you know, to go for certain things because, you know, since we've been here, since humans have been here, we've craved sweet things and salty things and, and things that are, you know, bitter and taste. Not so much here in um in Western culture, but, you know, we mostly go for the sweet and the salty. So as a result you have industries that create foods to cater to to these tastes. So, um, you know, so with that being with that being said, um, you know, we go for, a, we instead of going for, you know, the blueberries, we may go for, the like I said, the chips or the candy, and we get that quick, you know, satisfaction with, um, you know, with craving or, or meeting that craving. So, and you know, Izzy, I'm sorry. Um, what was the original question you had asked me? Because I was about to, you know how I can get off on my tangent, but I wanted to make <laughs> well, sure that's... Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just wanted to know how the foods really do relate to sexual wellness, yes. and mm-hmm. you know, really having a vibrant and healthy sexual, right. you know, uh, experience. And so, this is what I was getting at with that: is our hormones, you know, the foods that we are eating, these artificial foods, these box foods, and these processed foods, they have an adverse effect on on our hormones, and so. Our hormones are those biochemicals that, um, you know, that offer us essential insights to how our minds and our bodies are interconnected. And when our foods have these herbicides and pesticides, they have an adverse effect on the way our hormones are triggered and secreted throughout our system. So, again, you know, eating these processed and sugars and, and, and bleached breads and rices and cereals and meat, 
you know, they all play an intricate part on how we navigate sexually by affecting our hormones. And these diets that are, you know, highly refined, they most likely lead to inflammation as well. And so that inflammation leaves us dry, you know, um, and so our natural juices, where we will be naturally juicy and tasty, you know, it's a dryness. And the way that we also are preparing our food uh, also can have an effect on our dryness and, and the brittleness of, of our skin and, um, and of, you know, um, internally as well. So, you know, you want to do things and you want to eat foods that are going to decrease inflammation and don't have these herbicides and these pesticides that have these adverse effects on our on our hormones. And so, you know, the inflammation also makes our joints cramp up. And, and you know, we don't want our, when we're trying to be, you know, with our partner, we don't want to be all cramped up and hurt and, you know, and, and feeling sore, you know, we want to be lubricant and lubricated and, you know, I throw the word juicy out there, you know, we want to be, you know, these things. And so, you know, with food and sexuality, of course, you know, food plays that part because, again, you know, we don't want, what do we want to be? You know, and that's what you got to ask yourself, you know, what do I want to be? Not, you know, what I want to be when I grow up, but, you know, what when when I invest this food, you know, how do I want to, you know, what do how I want to assimilate? Do I want to be Cheetos and Doritos and you know and and hyped up chicken wings or you know do I want to be a watermelon? You know, you know them yeah. chicken wings be hyped up too. Dead. I mean, because you know, because dead food because we know yeah. that dead food creates death in our bodies. I mean, we absolutely know that. I mean, Mm-hmm, and I and I know I was listening to um I was listening to Brother Concierge the other day on the beautiful show that you uh, turned me on to, and you know he was like you know everybody's talking about getting protein from animals, but um, you're getting it secondhand because the animals yeah. are eating grass. The cows are eating grass. Hello, and so they're eating live foods. And what are we putting in our bodies to get protein? It's secondhand protein, but we can get that same protein from mm-hmm. uh, the ground, the way that God gave us the plant. Right. Um, exactly. And, 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 yes, and, and our digestive system. And so in our digestive system, you know, anatomically, you're looking, your digestive system sits what? Right on top of your reproductive system. So oh, you're wow. really seeping into the blood and your reproductive system. See that? Oh, my gosh. God already has everything already prepared for us so that it all works together if we do what we are supposed to do. It's the same thing with our thoughts. If we think the right thoughts, we'll get the perfect results. If we think mm-hmm. lack and limitation or if we think we're not worthy, and you know, that's what we'll keep having show up in our experience and of course, it's the same thing with the way we, uh, the things that we put in our bodies, what we put in our bodies will come forth in our experience. You know, I was just thinking about when you were talking about, um, you know, what do we want to do? I mean, <clears throat> as women, you know, do are we wanting to be able to ride, get up on that thing, girl, and ride, or are you going to holler about your knees? <laughs> wait a minute, baby. Hold up, baby. Wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. Uh, my knee hurt. My knee hurt. <laughs> No, you want to be able to get up on it and ride it until you can't ride it no more. So uh, uh-huh. I was, I, 
I would think that uh, a whole lot of, um, you know, good Mm -hmm. greens and, you know, vegetables and fruits and, you know, like you said, the blueberries and an anti um, inflammatory. Yes, that. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, are good for are good for that and to take away that inflammation that they will call the doctors call arthritis, and then they'll have you going in and having surgeries and this and that, and it's and it probably is a nutritional uh, um, challenge that can be easily resolved. So, Bonnie, what would you say to the family who says, "I know." That I should eat better, but I just can't afford it. You know, I you know when I go to the store, um, the the processed foods are you know within my budget. I can't mm-hmm. afford the the vegetables and the fruits because they are so expensive. What would you say to them? Well, I want to say you know it, you're going to have to make some sacrifice. I mean. Because the food prices, and I'm just going to be honest with you, because the food prices aren't going down. And I also suggest farmer markets and then, you know, growing your own um, vegetables. You know, that's another way that you can go. But, again, it takes a level of commitment. And so, again, you know, this isn't for everybody, and, you know, everybody may not agree. And I do, believe me, I do understand, you know, that we want to budget. But, you know, are there certain things that you can cut so that you can, um, you know, use that money, that resource to go towards, you know, getting fruits and vegetables and also being cognizant of when things are on sale and when things are on sale, you know, getting them. And um, we talk, I talk about, you know, how we can storage the food. If you can, you know, get food and in storage or store it in a way, you know, it's not fresh, but, you know, it's better than it being, you know, secondhand. So, you know, that I, I do, I do get that a lot. And, um, but I know, also know that there are foods that are on sale. Um, there are ways and things that we can do to um, to grow our own food, our own tomatoes, our own lettuce, our own spices, so that, you know, we can have, our, you know, have that to, um, you know, available in our homes. And, um, and then also, you know, a, a co-op, you know, getting with the community so that you can, um, you know, put your resources together so that you can um, eat some vegetables. So, you know that that's my that's my answer with that Z. Is that yeah, you know so you want to have to um you have to find a way to to make okay. it happen because it's like you know you either pay now or you pay later. Oh yeah, and you definitely will pay dearly because uh, you won't have really a quality of life. You know, you just yeah. don't have a quality of life. But you know what came to me just now? You know, I love spirit because spirit always brings these wonderful things. So I was mm-hmm. seeing this big. Sign. You know how you see that you have the Asian markets and you have this mm-hmm. big sign. I see sexual wellness market. Mm-hmm. You see it, girl. Let me just say, people will be flocking to go to the sexual wellness market. And inside mm-hmm. the sexual wellness market is going to be all these divine live foods. And we're going to have an aphrodisiac section because you're going to have your ginseng and your this and you're that, and, you know, this section over here, I just see it. I'm just saying, you heard it first, you know, let's talk about sex nutrition, a sexual <laughs> wellness 
market or a sexual wellness co-op that would absolutely be divine with sexual wellness coaches. And, um, you know, and I see it. So, you know, I, as you were saying, I'm like, yes, sexual wellness market. I can, I can see yes. that happening. So sexual wellness, uh, nutritional co-op. So I love that. I love that because, you know, I'm just saying, you know, that's something different. People, you know, people are going to be going there because they want to know how they can become sexually healthy and, and all of that. And good water, mm-hmm. water, water, water. Um, so, so I just wanted to get back to something also that you said earlier, and I know we're going to have to go to a commercial soon, but you mentioned uh, about women tasting, about the deliciousness of the punani. So when women want to taste, you know, when they want the brother to stay down there longer and to go there more often, what should we be ingesting, what kinds of fruits, what kinds mm-hmm. of vegetables? Now, I think I heard broccoli is not necessarily the best thing to have if you're anticipating having a sexual experience. But you know, <laughs> what, would you, what would you suggest to the sisters to uh, have it tasting absolutely delicious so he can be there more well, first, often? <laughs> all right. Well, first, I'm, you know, I'm going to say, you know, what what not to do, and that's to you know go overboard with the refined sugars, with the heavy sugars. Um, with dairy and salt, uh, I I do suggest not to ingest those, not to eat those as much. I know that they're in our diet heavily, but, you know, if you can avoid those, that would be beneficial. And increasing your water intake, water, water, water. Um, <laughs> again, you know, I can't um, big up water enough. But, you know, it cleanses as a natural, you know, it detoxes us, it flushes us out. Like we know, you know, we've been we've been on this earth, you know, for more than 20 years, 25 years, you know, you know the importance of water. So, again, you know, water is good and for our sexual and reproductive health. So, again, drink your water. So with that being said, um, what I suggest, I did mention pineapples, but, you know, pineapples are really sweet. And so some women may, you know, may suffer from candida or some men too. And so, you know, with pineapple, they may, that may not be the best route. But berries, berries are great because they're anti-inflammatory and they're also um, antioxidant. So you're going to get those nutrients on a cellular level. But, you know, what these, what these berries are doing, and then, of course, your greens too, Eating your greens, so berries, greens, water. <laughs> if you don't, you know, listen to anything when I say tonight, you know, berries, greens, and water are a way to, um, you know, to get us to flush us out and to get us tasting nice and succulent and juicy. Berries, greens, and water. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm a breakfast person. You know, okay. I've got to have breakfast or I'm just not a person that you want to be around for the rest of the day. <laughs> got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to change my diet um, mm-hmm. or, you know, just really start to incorporate more nutrition in my morning breakfast, um, so I can see, you know, I can add pineapple because I absolutely love pineapple. Um, berries, yes. Yeah. So, uh, what about the green? What kind of green? 
I mean, you know, you know, do you eat kale first thing in the morning? What kind of green do you incorporate in your diet in the morning? Well, you can um you can add you can add some mint, you know, some mint leaves. So if you're doing a nice berry salad, you can add a couple sprigs of mint into your salad. Um, I know it's not, you know, like a whole bunch of kale, but um, you can save your kale salad for lunch and dinner time. And, um, you know, that's a way. Or doing a smoothie, um, a goddess green smoothie is a good way to get, um, you know, those greens into your diet early in the morning and um, to get them them digested. And then also doing a a salad, too. You know, you can do a fruit, um, a berry salad with spinach. You know, that's something that you can do in the morning, and that's a good way, you know, to start the day off and break and breaking your fast, which essentially is breakfast is, you know, breaking the fast from not eating for, you know, since you supposedly ate dinner, you know, and that's supposed to be, you know, a certain time. So, you know, also when you are breaking your fast before you put solids into your system, what I encourage is to drink water, to drink a room temperature water or and, and put fresh lemon juice into the water, um, and that helps with getting things moving and detoxing because you would like ideally to eliminate in the morning before you start, you know, pounding or impacting, you know, your digestive system. So to answer your question, again, the, you know, a salad would be nice, a nice fruit salad. Again, um, you know, incorporating some greens in a couple or a couple, get some spinach, baby spinach, and put a handful of that into the berries and get a nice, sweet vinaigrette or doing a goddess green smoothie or juice and or oatmeal and on your oatmeal you can, you know, again put some berries on top of that. And and then of course like I said, you know, drinking drinking your fluids, drinking your water before you um Love it, love it, love it. So, you know, I'm glad you said that because you know we have been um you know, in this particular culture you know, we've mm-hmm. gotten this idea that breakfast has to be eggs and bacon and sausage and, you know, that, you know, some kind of box cereal, and that is what you break your fast with. But, of course, the body would be so much more receptive to you mm-hmm. after coming out of a beautiful night's rest, putting yeah. something live and nutritious in it so that it can wake up the cells and, you mm-hmm. know, the muscles. And all of that with some uh, with delicious salad. I love the idea of the spinach and berries because mm-hmm. you know spinach and some strawberries and some blueberries. Oh, I just love that idea. Um, I'm a person that really has to um, chew something. So okay. uh, you know, in order for me to feel a fullness, and that's probably something psychological, but that's just where I am. Um, so oh. just drinking a smoothie doesn't do it for me. Now I know that does it for some people, and that's wonderful, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't do it for me. So I, I could maybe do a smoothie, but I still have to have something that says to my mind, I've had something to eat. <laughs> so <laughs> I absolutely right. love that. And you know, you, you could do a porridge too. Yeah, you can do yeah. a porridge too, and you know, and porridges, and you can do a, a raw, a raw fruit and vegetable porridge. Where if you have a, a food processor, you combine apples and um, celery and some kiwi fruit, and then mix it up, and you know, you can create a nice little porridge there for you to. And, and banana, you got banana to it, and um, you know, and there you have something like that as well. 
Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And before we go to a break, it's almost uh, 8.30, I just want to say, you know, you've been mentioning water, Vani, and I'm so glad that you're you're really, really uh, advocating the water because I know we don't drink enough water. I mean, I have Mm -hmm. to really work on myself. I have this water bottle, and I carry it around with me, and sometimes I find at the end of the day I've only drank half of it, and I should be drinking two or three of them. And so... um, but I, I love alkaline water. I have, a, I have a beautiful alkaline water machine, so I know I'm getting good nutritional water. Um, and you mentioned putting the lemon in the water. If, you know, if people don't like just the taste of water, I happen to taste, think water tastes wonderful, and especially because it comes out of my alkaline water machine, <laughs> makes it taste just divine. But to make it taste better, you can put the, um, some lemon, you know, some fresh lemon juice in it, and it really just taste absolutely just just taste the whole difference it does um, it does or you can add cucumbers or berries and you're yeah. seeing you're seeing you know people manufacturers catching on to this so you're seeing products in the stores that are essentially you can do at home but they're making it easier and convenient i guess for people to put their fruit or their um, vegetables in their water, but that's something that you can do as well. And spas do it all the time. You know, you think when you go to a spa, you're like, oh, this water tastes so good. And all they're doing is putting cucumbers in it. <laughs> so you know, that's something that the spas are doing it, but let me just say this. We stayed at the uh, La Quinta Inn in here in Glen Burnie, and mm-hmm. we, we were there for a girls' night, you know, retreat. And we fell in love. We could not stay away from that little water that they had next to the coffee that had mm-hmm. cucumber and lemon in it. So it's not yeah. just the spas that are doing it. You know, a lot of places are getting uh, hip to that. And so for us to do it for ourselves is absolutely wonderful. Some cucumber and lemon will make that water taste absolutely spectacular. Exactly. And you know what? And putting it in a nice goblet and a nice glass, you know, just also adds to it as well. So, you know, make make a big deal out of your food. Make a big deal out of out of what you're drinking because shit I'm sorry, this isn't a bad show. So you know, I do passionate. But we are a big deal and we have to internalize that. You know, we have to see that we are that big deal. And what we do and when we see it, others will see it as well. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad you say that. Aren't we worth it? Oh, my yes. gosh. I just, you know, I'm just getting present to if I'm treating myself nutritionally like I don't matter, then where else in my, li- in my life am I treating myself mm-hmm. like I don't matter? So, right. Hello. And on that note, I think we'll go ahead and break and take our commercial. And then when we come back, Ronnie, I want you to talk about um, how does a person deepen or begin to deepen the awareness of mind, body, spirit connection for more vibrant sexual intimacy. So we're going to come back with that deep thought uh, in just a few minutes. So, family, hold on. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we heal the mind, body, and soul. Join us every Monday for Totally Whole with 
Dr. Rosemary Cook and Pastor Bridget as they discuss issues related to spirituality and mental health with emphasis on wholeness of mind, body, and spirit. Get your money right Tuesdays on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show is the tool you need to develop a healthy relationship with your money and financial legacy. Every Thursday is a treat as we mix it up. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment with Angela Hart, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out. The second Thursday of the month is Relationship Talk on One Love, One Connection, One Up with Reverends Arlene Cahet and Harvey L. Bailey as they give you practical advice for creating a spiritual union to have the relationship you want. Call in with your relationship questions. Calling all brothers on the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. It's a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. When there is a fourth Thursday in the month, we have the Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. Every Friday, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition with sexual wellness coach Bondria Walters and sex enthusiast Nakia Lana, the hottest sexual health and wellness and nutrition show around. This is for the grown and sexy. Listen at your own risk. If you don't know, now you know. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the best in entertainment, education, and talk radio.
Welcome back, family, and blessings. This is Vonnie, your sexual wellness coach, and I'm on the hot seat tonight, Z. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 you are, my queen. You are on the hot seat tonight, and it's such a blessing to have you sharing your wisdom and knowledge uh, about what you do as a sexual wellness coach, giving us really absolutely phenomenal information about how to be more uh, sexually well and, and, of course, when we're sexually well, we're well in all, you know, other areas of our life because nutrition, nutrition is the key to uh, health and wellness. So thank you for sharing tonight. We love having you here. We welcome the family back. And, um, Vonnie, before we went to the commercial, I, w- I put out a question uh, that I wanted to see if we could um, delve into. How does one deepen their awareness of mind, body, spirit, connection for more vibrant sexual intimacy? I love that word, intimacy. How do we do that? Yeah. That is beautiful because essentially, you know, that's what we want. We want 
we want to be intimate with someone. Um, we want to be with someone that, that gets us. And in order for that to happen, we have to get ourselves. We have to understand who we are and ourselves. And I'm not saying because we're ever changing. So, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, that you you got to get, you know, you got to know, you know, defined of who you are because we're constantly evolving. But knowing what you like, you know, and how you like to be touched, what sense that you like, because you can better navigate your lover, your beloved, um, you know, when you are sexually intimate. So, you know, in order to that, it, it takes some homework to do. It takes some homework, and it, and it is um, a, a good type of homework, but um, it's a homework that is going to allow you to, you know, peel back some layers because, you know, some of us may not have the best relationship with touch because we were touched or violated and, um, in a negative way. You know, so getting into, you know, how, how um, you know, how we like to be touched and where we like to be touched. Um, and then meditation is something that I suggest. And I've been meditating for years. And and um, even, like, as a child, before I even knew it was meditating, I was born. And so it's something that comes fairly easy to me, but I understand it does not come fairly easy to others. And so um, meditation is, is different from different different for different people where some are able to clear, you know, their thoughts where others, you know, they're constantly going. But having a time to to be to yourself and then, you know, going with self, um, starting with self, but having time, you know, to be with yourself and just being quiet and and quiet, you know, and quiet. I'm not saying, you know, you where you you don't want to do it in traffic, you don't want to do it where your children are around, but, you know, finding a space and a time where you can just sit down and be quiet and be intimate with yourself and who you are and connecting what what it is that you like and what you don't like and what brings you pleasure. And if you don't know what brings you, what brings you pleasure, you know, are you wrestling with why you haven't explored that? And, um, again, so once these types of things start to unfold, um, you know, one can become more intimate with themselves. And um, and being present and aware of the beauty within and around us. And, Z, I like last week you were talking about, you know, with it being spring and, and this time of year, you know, we get to bear witness to a lot of beauty. We're seeing the flowers on the trees and, you know, um, the, the days are longer and they're becoming more warmer and we're seeing these magnificent and beautiful sunsets and the animals, the squirrels are out, you know, frolicking and carrying on, <laughs> you know, and doing that. And so being present and witnessing this, like these were moments created for you to see. So take that in as a gift and a gift for you, a special gift for you and, um, internalize that again to to draw a deeper intimacy with you. And so I say these things because you can take these things in the bedroom, um, and you can also take them out in the world with you as well. And getting a grip on how we use and abuse our energy, you know, um, is it is it vital, which allows our energy, you know, to thrive, or are we, you know, always, you know, um, grumpy, grumpy or ungrateful or complaining or fearful, you know, how are these energies showing up in our life and um, and being cognizant to those as well. So, um, you know, those those are some suggestions and things that I've done myself. Again, you know, I've gotten into this 
because it's helping me and helped me in my journey. So I'm definitely, you know, I'm talking to you, family, but I'm talking to myself as well. And, um, you know, and these are things that, again, that you can implement into your life to have a more vibrant um, sex in, a sexual intimacy. Oh, my gosh, that was awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, Lavani, I'm, I'm a touch person. So when mm-hmm. you said touch, you just took me to... You know, you just took me up, up, up and away. Touch <laughs> for me is just—I mean, I just love touch, and mm-hmm. I love what you said about being able to touch myself so that I yeah. can get to know how I like to be touched. And right. and I do know that you know there are those uh, you know who those people um, who may have had some kind of experience. That touch may not be a good thing for them, um, but I but I would offer that you know to heal that so that you can have that experience because you know I love touch and and when I'm in a relationship with a guy and he's not a touch person, oh my God, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy. I love to be touched. I love to be caressed. I I love. You know, you know, um, you know the gentleness, the the you know, stroke my hair, you know, caress my ear, you know, just mm. that kind. And 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 I'll just say this to the brothers, brothers, especially if you got a sister that loves touch, okay. you can take her. That is the pure pleasure principle. You can take her there, and she will melt. Melt, melt, touching the right places at the right time in the right way. I mean, woo, ooh, yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, I You know, we talked about hormones and um, and hormone imbalances. So, with touching, that releases a hormone called oxytocin, and it's sometimes known as the love hormone. But you know, it literally it nourishes. The nervous system, you know, this this touching. A lot of times, we, you know, we we are touch starved. I, um, mm-hmm. you know, you that I do. I work with elders, and so and they they live in these homes, and you know, and and I make sure that when I'm working with them, when we're we're exercising and, and having a good time, but also you know, touching them, you know, touching them on the shoulder and acknowledging them and, and appreciating them because we need that. We need that um, to thrive as humans. So and and as you and I am one that loves touch me. So even you know. I love my touch. Like, I can get on my scalp and massage my scalp, and not just because I'm a massage therapist, but <laughs> because I've paid attention to how I love to be touched, and I'm able to do it myself. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And and we can choose all kinds of places and, and things. You know, the bathtub is a good, good place to just – really get into our own touch vibration. I mean, I love, I'm in the bed. I'm in, right now, I'm in, I have my bed to myself. Looking forward to my king. But right now, I'm just in bed with myself. But, you know, that's a time for, you know, to, you know, start from the you know, head down or the toe up or whatever. But really getting connected to ourselves. And to me, that's also a form of meditation. I mean, meditation mm-hmm. doesn't have to be with us 
you know, with our finger, you know, our mm-hmm. index finger and our uh, thumb right. connected, and we're going, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. can be the meditation touch, just and and the gratitude of, oh my gosh, look how this mm-hmm. feels, and this particular thing feels different. You know, if I'm at the bottom of my feet, it feels different than when I'm in my knees or on my breasts or you know whatever. So, you know, family uh, touch, 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 and when you touch. When you're in love with touching self, then, of course, you know, whatever we love, we, we will attract more of that. So, yeah. um, so that's wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. Um, wow, Vani, it is almost. I wanted to see if there was uh, any uh, callers who wanted to chime in tonight to uh, ask you any questions, Miss Sexual Wellness Coach. So we are going to open up the lines. Uh, if you want to ask Vani a question or offer a comment, please feel free to press the number one, and that will get you into the queue. So uh, we don't want to leave the family out tonight without giving them an opportunity to ask any questions that they may have. Um, so let me just also, um, since we were on the subject of um you know when uh oh i was i was going to say this you know when you put music on and i'm a, i'm a music i love music funny and i know you do too so the the song that you just played and earlier we were talking about movement when you play that kind of music at least for me you know cuz i'm such a romantic <laughs> um but that kind of music makes me want to automatically move. You know, I'm automatically moving my hips and vibrating and feeling sexy and delicious. And, you know, or maybe, you know, you might like rock or roll or whatever it is that gets you moving. But music, would you say, Bonnie, that that's another way for us to to have uh, sexual wellness? Music? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, and not just the movement that the music helps to to encourage, but the vibration of the music, of the actual music itself, because we're all energy and we're all vibrating at, at different frequencies. So when we find a music that vibrates in that frequency, that sets that mood for what we're trying to create, oh, yeah, that's right on time right there. <laughs> Excuse me. And so, you know, you don't, we're not playing, you know, any hardcore you know, rock or metal or, you know, whatever. No, it, it, it's, it's smooth, it's, it's sensual, it's melodic, you know, it, it's flowing. And, um, you know, and, and, it, and it sets the mood um, for what, what we're trying to do and where we're trying to be. Yes, and, and yeah. if we're solo, it sets the mood for us. You know, like I mm-hmm. told you at the beginning of the show, I have my – my delicious uh, glass of wine. And I just want you to know, Vonnie, as I'm sipping mm-hmm. my wine, I'm also following up with some delicious water. So, <laughs> so I'm also giving my body a, a boost of, um, of beautiful a balance there. Um, you know, candlelight, um, some delicious aromatherapy, um, and some beautiful music. You know, if you, if we... I just say this, um, I don't think I spend enough time with myself. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a situation 
um, where you can spend time with yourself. You know, I don't know how guys do it. You know, I can only speak from a girl's point of view. But, you know, uh, when you have that time to be alone, you close the door, you know, the kids are in bed if you have kids or or if you're just by yourself, just spending that time alone with yourself and honoring ourselves and honoring our beauty and taking time for self-pleasure. You know, I don't think we can talk about sexual intimacy without talking about and sexual wellness without talking about self-pleasure. Um, a few weeks ago, um, beautiful sister Tama, uh, the womb sauna specialist, came on the love journey, and she said that women uh, should be having seven orgasms a week. That means at least once a day, right? Yes. <laughs> and so look, when she was like, I'm like, Ooh, I'm falling behind. I gotta catch up. <laughs> so you know, sexual wellness um, and women and orgasms. And I'd like for you to maybe talk a little bit about that. I know it's different for the brothers. Sorry, brothers. You know, God just made us different. <laughs> but if you could talk a little bit about that, Vardy, I don't see anyone with questions. So, um, can you talk about uh, orgasms and women and self pleasure and how that relates to our sexual? health and wellness? Well, you know, I can talk about it from a context that both men and women can relate to with orgasm because I know we have some um, some men, we don't want to, you know, leave the brothers out and stuff. But um, with orgasms, you know, we talked about hormones and food. So with orgasm, it allows us to repair hormones, reducing blood pressure, and um, reducing cholesterol as well. And, you know, and these are things that both men and women can benefit from. And so, you know, when when that contraction occurs, when it's stimulated, again, it enhances the hormones to secrete. And um, and so these hormones, they secrete uh, through our major, using our major um, endocrine glands. So you have your adrenals and your thymus and thyroid and, pituitary gland, and um, then you have your penile gland. These are, again, you know, our major um, hormones. So orgasm, again, you know, allows that to function properly and balance. And then, you know, if it feels good, I mean, obviously, you know, we do know that it feels good, but this feel-good feeling, you know, is something that is going on um, biochemically, you know, in our in our body, and this is good for us. Literally, you know, I was talking about it nourishes our 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 nervous system. And how many of us are stressed and 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 you know from just you know just doing everyday life type of stuff, you know. So I'm not saying that you know it has to be highly stressed, but you know, um, dealing with children and grandchildren, or having conversations with your boss that are you know are the best, or or with your loved one, you know, it sends our hormones to you know it can be out of whack. So, um, orgasms, you know, they help with that migraines for those that suffer, you know, migraines. Orgasms are good, um, are a good cure for that as well. So again, it's something that both men and women can um, can both benefit from. All right, so throw away the leave <laughs> and get your toys yeah. out or get your fingers working. 
I love it. I love it. You know, what's so absolutely beautiful is God has given us everything that we could possibly think of to keep ourselves in absolute perfect health and wholeness, uh, even down to the magnificent and awesome Big O. We just absolutely love and adore the Big O. Orgasm. Orgasm. (laughs) Orgasm to the rescue. If I've got a migraine, orgasm to the rescue. (laughs) I can see see that on a billboard. (laughs) (laughs) And look, and if you have a mate, he's like, oh, baby, instead instead of saying, baby, not tonight, I got a headache, she be saying, yes, baby, tonight I have a headache. Come on, let me, let me get this thing off here, you know. And he would be more than happy to offer you his queen, the assistance of how he can help you get rid of that migraine. Oh, my God. Come on now. What would you rather do? Take it a leap or have some good love making? <laughs> <laughs> You don't see me. I got the quotations like, you know, yeah, I'm going to have a migraine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, boy, I tell you, we'll put the, we'll put the drug companies out of business. Um, I did have one question that I wanted to throw out. I'm, I wanted to put out to you, Bonnie, and I'll open it up to the audience uh, as well um, to see if anyone – would like to answer this question. You know, so we started out the show, um, and, Bonnie, you're going to have to tell me the name of the song that you played at the top of the show, but she says in there, make love to me with intention and purpose. Mm-hmm. With intention and purpose. And so the question I have is, um, has what has been your experience with making love with intention and purpose. And this, again, is going out to you and to anyone who may want to answer that question. You can press the number one, and uh, we're going to pull you into the cue. But intention and purpose. And the reason the reason that came up to me, and I'm so glad it came up in the song, is because, again, I was listening to Beautiful Brother Concier the other day, and he was talking about different um, um, positions that support uh, our organs. When we make love in certain positions, uh, it's healthy for our liver or for our this. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna be having a, a conversation about that uh, in a few weeks. So intention and purpose in our love making, in our sexual intimacy. Um, have you had that experience? And if so, uh, what would you say about it? Okay. Well. Um... I haven't had the experience with the positions and the the balance and the the intentional positions and how they can um, revitalize and and heal certain organs because I haven't had any problem with that. But I definitely have been in sexual encounters where it was just that, you know, it was just for the animalistic, physical um, aspect of, of sex. And um, and so I got what I my intention was to get out of that was what I got out of that. Um, but with that being said, you know, as I'm, you know, gotten in relationships that were um, where there was a, a genuine love and a care, 
you know, the intentions of the act were of that. They were of loving and caring, not to say that the other acts weren't that as well, but, you know, when you, um, you know, connect with someone that's beyond the physical and, and, and you transcend that and you get into the spiritual and emotional aspect of it, you know, your, your sex is different. And I know that, you know, um, our ancestors, they recognize, you know, the power of sexual energy as being the most powerful spiritual tool that we had. And, you know, and they taught us how to use that power with wisdom and with intent. And, you know, part of this platform is is sharing that part of our history about our sexual history because, you know, a lot of us may have a negative connotation with, you know, with sex and certain things because of past experiences. But, you know, to know that sex, you know, can transcends the physical form, you know, and we can also use it to, you know, to heal our bodies, partners' bodies, you know, that's, that's some phenomenal information. And, um, you know, so, again, I haven't experienced it personally, Um but again, you know, I've experienced being in relationships that were beyond just the regular, you know, physical, animalistic type of situation. So I don't know if that really quite answers your question, Z. But um, oh yeah, absolutely it does. I mean, first of all, I'm looking forward to having that experience because um, I can't really say that I have had with intention and purpose, other than with the purpose of, you know, providing pleasure and, and receiving pleasure. Um, yeah. But, you know, for the purpose of really, you know, you know, getting into a sexual intimacy or a sexual intercourse uh, for the purpose of uh, knowing that, you know, and I get, if I get in this position and I'm, and I have my legs over his hips, uh, it's going to be, you know, his penetration is going to be touching, you know, certain areas of my, you know, certain organs. And, again, we're going to be having an upcoming show about that, and uh, we'll be learning more about that in sexual reflexology. And So I've never done it for that purpose. Uh, but, of, of course, you know, for the purpose of, of giving pleasure, providing, you know, that intimacy, that that connection, and really having that spiritual connection, Bonnie. I think, you know, what you said just now about the spiritual connection, there's so, it's so much more fulfilling for me. This is just about okay. me um, than just, you know, let's get this thing on and let's get let's get a nut. You know what I mean? Um, right. To have a spiritual connection with the man that I'm, um, you know, making love with and him having a spiritual connection with me. And, and, and you know, he even talked about, looking into each other's eyes, you know, he said, you know, we're so oftentimes we, you know, turn the lights off uh, when we're in our lovemaking, you know, turn the lights on so we can see each other, you know, and look at your face, you know, and look into your eyes. There's nothing like looking into the eyes of the, of the, of your beautiful mate. And, you know, while you're, you know, sharing this beautiful love, you know, you're sharing love. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with turning out the lights, um, I know Teddy says, turn out the light, um, but light a candle so we can still see. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but, and, 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 and the candlelight really is beautiful because it adds a different silhouette. 
to the mm-hmm. room, so it really does make it, you know, really nice and romantic. Intimacy, that intimacy, I think you really can get a different vibe, um, vibration and connection uh, when you are, you know, being able to look into the face or into the eyes uh, when you're having this beautiful experience called making love. Woo! Oh, my gosh. So, Bonnie, we are at the top of the hour. I see. And I just want to say to you, I am so blessed and grateful to have you uh, in my life and as co-host on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. You know, I want to let the family know that uh, Vonnie started this, you know, really started this whole Love, Sex, and Nutrition because she, she had a website up and she set her intention as a sexual wellness coach to be able to support people, and that is exactly what she does in her practice. Ivani, so before we go, I want you to share with the family what exactly you do, how they can connect with you uh, to get appointments. You do massage. You're a sexual wellness coach. So how can they contact you if they want to to have you as their coach or a massage? Or, um, so let them know. Okay. Well, thank you, Z. So the best way to contact me is via email. I'm, I can be reached on love, sex, and nutrition at gmail.com. Um, I do have social media presence, and I'm working on being more present to that. But, um, you know, I, I do a lot, so um, I can't be as vocal and present on there as I would like to be. But I am still there, and we're on um, love, sex, and nutrition on Facebook. So we have some articles and some videos and stuff there. And, Z, I am going to be doing some videos soon and posting them. So Z has been getting lovely about doing some of my my movement videos. So um, I will be doing that. And then we're also on the Love, Sex, Nutrition blog site. We are going to be revamping that site so it can be more engaging for you, the family, and that you can reach out to me. So that is to come, but we do have some really good articles on there um, on lovesexandnutrition.com. And then um, and then also to 306-3321, and, you know, that is my personal and direct line, so you can give me a call, and um, we can set up a consultation, and we can go from there. Yes, yes, yes. And if you're in the Baltimore, D.C., Virginia area and you want a magnificent, phenomenal <laughs> massage, you got to contact <laughs> Bonnie. And, and, and I just want to say uh, to you, Bonnie, I honor you for the service that you provide to our seniors, uh, to our elders, because, you know, you mentioned earlier how touch-starved um, we are as a society, but especially our seniors. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you know. sometimes, you know, they've lost their loved ones and they're single again or, you know, and they don't have touch. Nobody's touching them. And, right. you, know, you know, it's just like when babies aren't touched, they they lose that connection with, with being, you know, for another human being. So I honor you for the service that you provide for our seniors and that you are, uh, you know, helping them 
to love themselves and to feel loved and supported. God bless you for doing that. You know, every time I think about you, Bonnie, I think about um, the movie Meet the Parents. Oh my gosh! See, I don't know if anybody's is, is it meet the no meet the parents or meet the fathers. I'm not sure which one it is. Oh, okay. When Barbara Streisand is the sex therapist and she's got all these seniors. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious! And she's got these seniors in there, and you know that she's teaching them how to have intimacy, and you know, oh, it's just beautiful. So, um, I just say thank you so much for for doing that for our elders. God bless you. Oh, thank you, sis. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I love you. (laughs) Absolutely, brother. You know, the feeling is mutual. Absolutely it is. So, Mm -hmm. Bonnie, would you like to leave the family with anything uh, about uh, our nutrition, how we can get started, anything that you want to just say to the family before we uh, end the call tonight? Yeah, um, I just I want to just encourage us. You know, it's not about being perfect, but it's about being better. And you know, I say, or it has been said, when you know better, you do better. So I encourage the family to, you know, to go out and, and seek information and seek resources that you can use and implement into your daily life. You know that um, you know we talked about sexual and reproductive health, but all in all, we just we want to be healthier, better people. We want to have a better quality of life. We want to, you know, if we're going to be here. Then we want quality, and we are quality, and we are worth it. So you are worth the time and the effort. And um, and I want you, you know, to know that because I may not know you all uh, or know you personally, but I do know this is that, you know, there are people out there that love you and they want you on this earth as long as possible. So, you know, let's let's do that. Let's create that type of situation where we can be on this earth as long as possible and when in a good quality of life with a good quality of life and still thriving sexually too. So, so yeah. That's what I want to leave the family with tonight. And and to thank them again for joining us. And I'm surprised, you know, I see all these callers that that are listening. I'm surprised nobody chimed in to ask any questions. But it's all good because I'm not going nowhere. So if you, um, you know, if you want to, uh, if you want to give us a call up next week or um, shoot me an email to ask a question or something like that, you know, feel free to do so. Because like I said, I ain't going nowhere. Oh, and I think this is a great time. Thank you for saying that because I think this is a great time to put out to the family. We, have, you know, we have some regular uh, callers who are calling in and supporting us, and we appreciate you so much for being here on a Friday night to support us and uh, and to enjoy uh, the conversations. So one of the things that we are, uh, that Valdi and I are, are putting out there, we're going to be posting up on our page, is we want to hear from you some of the topics that you want to talk about. You know, yes. what's on your mind? You know, what what are you curious about? What do you want to know about? What do you want to have a conversation about? I mean, you know, like you said, we're not experts, but we are here to have a conversation. So maybe there's something that has come up for you. Maybe there's something that you have a burning desire to, to talk about. Shoot us an uh, email uh, or put it in our message uh, box up on the Facebook page, uh, something that you want to discuss. And maybe you may even want to come in and, and lead the conversation. We're open and receptive to that. So let us know because we want to make sure that we are talking about things that you are interested in as well. 
So we thank you so much for that input. All right. Yes, we do. Queen, so we, um, I just want to say thank you so much, Bonnie, for tonight. Um, I am going to commit. You mentioned the word commitment. I'm committing to uh, putting away uh, or changing. I don't want to say putting away, but changing to nutritional, uh, to a nutritional breakfast. Uh, Uh Waking myself up in the morning with some live foods, some water, and movement. Woo! That body works (laughs) back. And some movement. Yes, and this is a time of year you're going to be seeing more fruits and vegetables in in the grocery stores and farmer's markets are going to be popping up. So, you know, melons, watermelon, I love watermelon. And so, you know, get the watermelon, get the watermelon with the seeds. I know you see the the seedless situation, but, you know, we're trying to not just create, um, you know, juiciness, but we want to eat things that are of life and and these fruits and vegetables, they're a part of, um, of this as well. So, you got your melons, your watermelon, your honeydew, cantaloupes. I mean, see that right there, that's a breakfast right there. I can eat a whole water well, not a whole watermelon, but <laughs> I'm along with you because I love watermelon too. And forget that seedless stuff because God did not make seedless watermelons. I am not eating nothing that's seedless, so thank you. Um, yeah, watermelon is absolutely, absolutely divine. And I can imagine that it makes you taste delicious too, sisters. Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna lead us out with some music? We love you, family. Love you so much. God bless you. Uh, may you have an amazing, awesome, sexually phenomenally intimate experience with yourself first, and with whomever else you desire as you go into your weekend and into the rest of your life. Bonnie, I'm gonna turn it over to you. God bless you as you lead us out with some good music. Namaste. Namaste. And I just want to remind, we have um, a lot of family that call, uh, calls in, but you can also listen to the show online at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash family healing circle. Again, that is www.blogtalkradio.com backslash family healing circle. And then you will find our shows, our archive shows on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. So, family, I'm going to leave you all tonight with my girl, Miss Jilly from Philly, Jill Scott with Crown Royal.
Blessings, Blessings fan. We'll see you next Friday on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. This is your coach, Ronnie, and we'll be here next week at 730. One love, family. One love.